0: Hello, and welcome to Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. We're your hosts, Jill, Gracia,
1: Dave, Don, Steve.
0: Good one, Daddy. I was
2: waiting oh. to see how
3: long it was <laughs> going to take you to figure that out. <laughs> I thought I he was going to gonna
2: make up a name there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> i got to take
3: the stick out of my ear. There we go. So we're kind of
0: doing a sort of a part two from last week. But before we get started with our uh, crime of the week, Gracia, can you talk to us about what we're drinking today?
2: Yes, I was up at Parker's Maple Barn up in New Hampshire, and they have, like, this great gift shop if anybody's ever been there, and there was a guy up there sampling his stuff that he makes out of his house. So I bought all three because it's kind of girl I am, and he makes these, like, uh, cocktail mixers and the flavors of the season, because they do change by season, he said, so you can't always get all of these flavors. Um, I bought blueberry and lavender, blackberry and sage, and strawberry rhubarb. The guy is a company called Wood Stove Kitchen. If you go to our Facebook, I did link his Facebook, so you can order from him there. He has, like, drinks of the month. We are having it with uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and then it's a little sweet for me, so I add a little bit of soda water Same. to the top. Yeah, I'm I'm drinking the blueberry one, and I think it's
0: actually fantastic, but it was a little sweet. I was glad we had the soda water to break it up. Steve, which one are you drinking?
4: Strawberry rhubarb. I really like it.
1: It's really good.
2: Dave, how are they as non-alcoholic drinks?
1: Yeah, they're good. Um, the uh, I use the blueberry lavender. Um, I'll probably try the strawberry rhubarb at some point. Um, blackberry and sage might not be my thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, when I was initially like
2: looking at the post,
0: I was like, Oh, those sound odd, but yeah. actually, it's they good. They taste really good, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And if you go to his Facebook or his Instagram, both of them, he has, like, recipes for making margaritas and mules and mm-hmm. some really delicious cocktails out of these. And in yeah. the winter, he does, like, um, mulled wine, those kind of mm-hmm. things. So
0: Yeah, and I like that they're all natural, too. Mm-hmm. Me, too. It's important to us.
2: Yep. And in their glass containers. Those so. are really cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, so do you wanna get started, Gracia? What are we talking about this week? Uh, This week we're gonna talk about Brianna Maitland, and the reason we're gonna add her in is because when I was doing the Maura Murray case, I kept getting distracted by Brianna. She kept coming up in multiple podcasts, multiple books. She comes up all over the place. So, inherently, like I do in these podcasts, I went to left field and researched her too much. So why not do a whole episode on her?
3: Absolutely. Imagine you knew a bright young lady, young adult really, that everyone including you found engaging and just fun to be with. Imagine you were her closest friend, a sibling, a parent, and in one seemingly dark moment, she was gone from your life. Imagine the void, emptiness, and heartache, and lastly, imagine years have gone by, 17, with no answers. You long for finding her, or at least knowing what happened to her, hoping somebody would connect the mysterious dots and see something everyone else had overlooked. Maybe a podcast listener might.
2: So let's talk about the case. Brianna Maitland was born October 8th, 1986 in Burlington, Vermont. Her parents are Bruce and Kelly Maitland. She was raised along with her older brother on a family farm in East Franklin, Vermont. It's very close to the Canadian border, less than 900 people, small town. She was affectionately known as Brie or B, and was well-liked, well-rounded young lady who was a joy to be around. Her spontaneity and overall happiness resulted in her gravitating towards anybody around her. Her favorite activities word jiu-jitsu and being an avid reader jiu-jitsu that's interesting
3: well let me say something about that for a minute I think a lot of people who look into uh, this young lady think that well jiu-jitsu she had jiu-jitsu for three years that means she could take on anybody that's not true Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a ground fighting art for the most part it takes many years of training to use it for real-world self-defense rape defense things of that nature
2: But I think it kind of shows her character. Those two things are very uh, detail oriented. Jiu jitsu is is an art at the same time, and reading, those are kind of, kind of tells you who Brianna was, and those two things.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Um, She's often described as being too trusting. She is a real go getter, but she's afraid of stepping on other people's toes at the same time. So it's kind of an interesting personality.
3: You know, her being too trusting really hurts to hear that. Hurts you to hear that.
2: Yeah. Um, so let's talk about her past before we get to what happened to her. So on her 17th birthday, Brianna decided she wants to move away from her parents' farm. She kind of had these like big city dreams, like this place is too small for me. I got to go somewhere else. But when we say big city, we mean big city, Vermont, not big city, big <laughs> so city. So Burlington. Yeah. So she moved to Montgomery, which is okay. like, you know you what know, I mean? Yep. Like a bigger city, but not necessarily a city.
1: Mm-hmm. There's um, like six people that live like <laughs> <right.
2: laughs> But she's 17 and she's you know, getting towards that age. So her parents are like, you know what? You have friends over there. She wants to go to a different school because she wants more opportunities. So she moves in with her best friend. Um, Her name is Jillian. So she at first goes to high school with Jillian for a while, and then she decides high school is not for me. I'm going to drop out. Um, To talk about the area at the time, there is a huge wave of crack cocaine coming in through new york and brianna starts to feed into this she starts to feed into the party scene she starts doing some drugs but she is living on her own now so she has to be able to pay for all of this on her own so she gets us two jobs okay she drops out of school becomes a dishwasher and a waitress she is a dishwasher at the black lantern inn and she's a waitress at the breakfast place in st albans on friday march 19th 2004 we're going to start the day before she goes away um, because she disappears sometime after midnight that night. So let's just talk about the twenty four hours leading up to where Brianna goes. Okay.
5: Yeah.
2: So that morning she gets up, has breakfast, she takes her GED exam. So she enrolled in the course, passed it with flying colors. She's a smart girl, she just school wasn't her thing. School isn't everybody's thing. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think that we all know people in life that just mm-hmm. it was
3: never mine.
2: No, I know, yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not Jesse's either, you know. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. After completing her GED test, her mother takes her out for a celebratory lunch. Um, Immediately, she says, I think I passed. I did really great. Can't wait to go to college. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm sorry about what's been going on. She was in very good spirits. After lunch, they figure, let's go shopping, run some errands. So they start going around downtown St. Albans. And I don't know what that looks like. If anybody's been to St. Albans, maybe you can help. I think we've only been as far north as Burlington. I hear it's not too far from Jay's Peak, so if anybody skied there,
0: maybe Jesse, but he's not here. Not in the yeah,
1: room. I, the only time I've tried skiing, I almost broke my leg. So,
2: <laughs> you know,
1: walking I'm starting to get the hang of. But <laughs> skiing.
2: That's already taken <laughs> you how many
0: years? So skiing might be a few more. <laughs> I tried snowboarding once, but I couldn't even stand up. So, for like 45 minutes later, me and Karen, I was like, "Fuck this, Curran, Let's go get drinks." You
2: know? <laughs> I don't it. even know that. Like, like, I like the skis because my feet are too separate. Like, I think because you walk. Yeah.
4: When I was snowboarding, I just
2: couldn't keep the balance of just being locked into one thing. Super yeah, hard. i
4: try that. My ass killed the whole day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my ass kills every day, too. I was like, well, hey Steve, where's the jokes from the corner over here about Steve's ass?
4: <laughs> it's a good ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. <laughs> okay,
3: so, wait. A minute. He's married to my daughter and he <laughs> thinks I got a good ass. No, no. 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 <laughs> he thinks no, he, he thinks has you a good are ass. <laughs> you almost lost it. <laughs> okay, great.
2: Job. Okay, back to shopping, right? So, <laughs> so, Brianna and her mom go for an afternoon shopping trip. They're running some errands while they're down there, and they're waiting in line at one of the stores to check out. Kelly said that something caught Brianna's attention, and she got a little weird, and then just said, Mom, I have to go outside. Brianna goes outside, talks to somebody. Kelly doesn't know who it is, but she does talk to a male. Talks to the man. Kelly's completing her purchases, gets out to the parking lot to meet Brianna. Her daughter seems very unnerved, shaken, agitated, almost nervous she tells her mother I need to go home I still have to work today and you could tell that something's off but she doesn't want to push her because her quality time with her is um, not as much as it used to be because she doesn't live in the home anymore they live far apart so she's like you know what I'm just gonna stay in my lane and if she wants to talk about it she'll talk about it with me Kelly mentions like I didn't realize that this was the last time I was ever gonna see my daughter oh, yeah. and in hindsight oh, wow. she like really eats herself up about this I saw her in a couple news articles about that moment where she just let it go, saying to parents, like, as much as you want to let it go and you want to preserve the relationship, mm-hmm. it's important to just say to your kid, like, hey, do you need me? Mm-hmm. Because what if that situation, he was the person who took her?
0: It's a balancing act, yeah. though. I mean, I'm sure I'd be, mm-hmm. like, tearing myself up, too, if it was one of my kids. but of You know, like... I don't know. Lonnie was talking about something with Mackenzie last night at dinner and I was like, "Lonnie, tell me about it." She was, "I have secrets, you know what I mean?" Like, yeah. and so you don't want to invade their privacy either, yeah. Yeah.
2: you know? That's what she was saying. She was trying to play the safe side, right. like mm-hmm. but she said, "What if that like even if she just said, "Oh, who was that?" Maybe yeah. she would have had some indication of who she was in her th- she eats herself a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. the interview was pretty sad and it, it made me think as a mom like what would I have done? Like I would have done the same as her. I probably would have just let it go. She wanted to talk to me. She would to talk to me. But mm-hmm. now look at all the regret she has because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, yeah. there's a balance, balance. there, I think. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so it's now part we do, of that
3: pain. That, yeah, as a parent. I'm she's sure. being being very hard on herself. As a yeah, is guilt is certainly
1: one yeah. of the phases. And when you don't have a final answer on oh, somebody like you can never get through the phases of grieving I mean mm-hmm. it, it would be hard enough it, you know when it's your yeah. kid anyways it's a great but point. you you don't even know like you know I mean she's gonna wake up some mornings probably like is my daughter maybe my daughter's still alive you know I mean yeah. you know that's, that's gotta be so awful for yeah. her well, the press
2: even eats her up at some point because she let her daughter move out at 17 like, she's like, what I was, I, it, what was of, I supposed to do? Like, lots of parents lots do this. Lots of kids
4: at mm-hmm. 17, like,
0: I moved yeah. out when I was 17, day after I graduated high school. I don't want to live with those
3: crazies anymore. I <laughs> it. Actually, you did, Jill. You moved right out.
2: I know. <laughs> yeah.
3: We noticed it right away. It got really quiet. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that noise? What oh. fuck is
2: that noise? It's quiet. I just feel bad. The, when you see the interviews with the mom, you do feel definitely bad for her yeah, because she saw yeah. her the last day. Of course. Like, yeah. And her, her husband is out of town at the time. He's off at somewhere. I forget where they said he was. But she was the one that last had that moment and she feels like she blew it yeah
4: mm-hmm. the, the what if game is like the hardest thing yeah oh day. gosh yeah. Yeah.
2: so she drops brianna off back at her apartment she sometime between 3 30 and 4 writes a quick note to her roommate saying i'm headed to work i'll see you tomorrow morning goes to work shift is normal no big deal she's a dishwasher at this one so she's at the black lantern this night she washes dishes till around 1130, leaves by midnight. Just making sure that was right. <laughs> um, she has a completely normal shift. She clocks out. She leaves the Black Lantern. But before she leaves the Black Lantern, all of her coworkers are going out for, like, food and drinks because sure. we've all been there. And yep. that's what you do after a restaurant night. And she's like, you know what? I have to open in the morning at the waitressing job. I It's 4 o'clock in the morning. I serve breakfast. I can't go out. I've got to be there in a few hours. So she says no, and starts heading out. This is where things go wrong. Less than a mile away from where she is is where her car accident happens. So:
3: How long would it take to drive a mile?:
2: It not depends long. on the yeah, speed like limit five, five, but five, five less minutes,
3: than yeah, two minutes.
1: Well, so, it, it
0: minutes. takes me less than 10 minutes to run a mile so yeah, there you go in a car
2: yeah, yeah. it should be yeah. just a couple yeah. minutes because i you. think this is a
3: key one this is a key clue
2: i think it is too we're going to talk about that in a moment about okay. our suspects but i don brings up a very good point that like she's so close the person had to follow her from work mm. Mm. or had to be in that parking lot or had, or to, had to
3: be in the car or right? had to be in the
2: car just like Backseat. we were talking before you know there had to be some kind of following here. Um. So we'll talk about the day of the disappearance. Uh, Vermont State Police received a report of an abandoned car on a property known as the Old Dutchburn Barn. Old Dutch Burn Barn. That's like a tongue twister. Yeah, it is. Yes. Old Dutchburn Barn. Say it again, guys, we'll be three times <laughs> Old fast. Old <Dutch> Barn. <laughs> This was in the town of montgomery vermont as we said and i put a picture of this out on facebook this week so that you guys could kind of see it in advance Oh, okay, yeah. because that car that's the barn it's an abandoned barn so it is boarded up but the force that she hits it is something crazy so she's driving a green 1985 Osmobile Delta. You guys saw the car. It's yeah. like a bomber, and right? The, uh, yeah.
3: It's a powerful car.
2: I thought it was a Lincoln at first. It was like a huge-ass car. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the car that I drove in college that my grandfather got me, that big boat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it literally reminded me of that. And you, that thing could take a beating. So it could hit that barn at a good force, and nothing could be wrong with the car because those cars were so solid.
3: And it hit the barn ass-end
2: yeah mm. like she backed into it
3: yeah or somebody did mm-hmm. so the it's pretty to hard b-
1: to get a car in reverse going fast going that fast either, well, it, yeah. so. it,
3: it, that car was up on its back wheels yeah when it was left so it's like I, a, they were spinning out almost so much so the or rear bumper had was,
2: like got stuck I mean, on the foundation of the home right so like down. it gets up there
4: could it be like a struggle and someone hit a reverse and it went back
1: possibly
2: there are no indications that it went off the road in any uncontrolled manner there's no skid marks no nothing so that's the part that the cops are like did she just purposely like you'd have to put it in reverse and just gun it to hit it the way you hit it you know she would have had to been going in a good force Hmm. the responding trooper (laughs) sorry i always laugh when the cops come into play (laughs) because they always (laughs) just do the interesting most interesting things he doesn't find anybody there he walks around the car a couple of times The doors of the vehicle are unlocked. The keys are missing. The officer noted that there are several items inside the vehicle, including two unopened paychecks from the Black Lantern, but they're addressed to Brianna Maitland. So he heads down to the Black Lantern to be like, hey, does anybody know who Brianna Maitland is? We just found her car. Mm -hmm. The establishment is closed, so he just decides it's a drunk driver and goes home.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Goes on vacation.
2: (laughs) Yep. I'm all set. I'm on vacation. (laughs) Fuck this girl.
5: (laughs)
0: well
2: they do have a right to take vacation <laughs> <laughs> so Brianna's not reported missing um, for a full day because she doesn't live at home with mom and dad her roommate is out remember so that's why she did delete leave the note so her roommate comes home sees the note and says wait a minute she hasn't been home I'm gonna call her mom and see if she decided to stay with her mom she waits till Tuesday then Kelly says Oh, wait a minute, she's not with us, she's not with you, let's make some phone calls. So the two of them start calling everybody they know. They can't, nobody's seen them, her employers find out she didn't show up to work the next morning, so there's all these little pieces that start, like, making the parents panic more and more and more. Mm -hmm. So then they call the cops, not the cops call them because... Oh,
4: so at this time, they don't know about the accident.
2: No, and the car was registered to the mother, so I feel like that's the first thing a state trooper does, right? Yeah checks the registration, calls the owner, and says, hey, we found your car. Well, on the other hand, they make money with towing
0: and storage, so if you never tell someone that their car's in storage, imagine the fees.
2: I I mean, we're going a couple of days, of course, once all of this comes into play, you know. And this is the 90s, right? So cell 2004. phones.
0: 2004. 2004. Oh, okay. So she would maybe have had Self, a cell phone, right? She
1: might have, but, you know, not everybody had a cell phone in 04, right? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. still kind of and coming you're in around. And of nowhere. And she's nowhere. only 17, uh, working as a dishwasher. Oh, and she has and, to pay for it
0: herself, you know, probably. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: all right. So maybe not. You I think know. their
3: idea of a cell tower in those days in that area was like a squirrel with a string tied to its
2: ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about like 900 people in a, in a city. That's not... Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's
1: right. only like 700,000 people <laughs> in the entire state of Vermont. Like, there are actually streets in this country that have larger populations than the state of Vermont. So. Yeah.
2: Okay, and it's so close to Canada. Like, years ago, I went to a Grateful Dead concert up there. Be quiet on that, everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can literally see the Canadian border from. Where the like one of the fields, mm-hmm. so you can see so the
1: Canadian border there. at any Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> <or a Canadian. laughs> where, I mean, it could be in Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
2: Canada. <laughs> it's any consolation. Bob Dylan opened up, so I saw two greats in one day. But <laughs> and you know the,
3: the, it's so poignant when the trains come down from Canada. They go canuck canuck canuck.
2: All right, take it easy on little Craigie over there. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> We love Canada. It's just middle of nowhere, right? Like, where they are is the middle of nowhere. That's the point of this. We do love our Canadians. Um, So she's called everybody. Now she goes into the Vermont State Police and says, my daughter's missing. Mm -hmm. Trooper is back from vacation and shows him a picture on his cell phone. Oh, is this your car?
3: (laughs) You must be a detective.
2: (laughs) This is literally what I feel like is the funniest part of it, where he's like, "Oh, I'm back. Do you want to take a look at my phone?" Like, not like, in my absence, one of my other people called you and we left messages. Like, eh, want to look at my phone? Here's a cell phone. One second. Mm.
4: Plus, plus the phone. Done. Plus the phone is not the best quality picture. No. True. It 2004. Like, it's like two megabyte.
2: Well, he had a cell phone though. That's good news. Good news. Somebody does, right? It's probably like a government uh, perk or something at that point. They probably got, like, the old-fashioned ones with the bags. (laughs) 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 We're just being funny now. Anyways, um, Kelly says that she is instantly revulsed, feels like she's going to throw up. But she says that she almost goes, like, into denial, like, oh, that's not my car. Like, Mm -hmm. that picture's so crappy. That can't be my car. Brianna would never leave a car in such a way. So now, before we continue with the case, because now we're into the case, right? We, I mean, we don't even know what happened, really. But mm-hmm. there are some weird facts about this. And Don and I both feel like this is a very interesting part. There are many witnesses that go by and don't call the cops.
3: Half the fucking town. <laughs> How close is the <laughs> bar to the road? Everybody comes forward and goes, oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw
2: it. I... <laughs> it's right on the road. <laughs> the like, it's
3: very close. Did Probably you talk think to maybe?
2: Yeah, not far. So,
0: So, wait a minute. So, half the fucking town drives past... The car that's in a building, mm-hmm. but nobody stops. Or even the lights it? are
3: on in the car. The doors oh, are open. <laughs> it's backed into a barn, but hey, it's Vermont. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they all
2: drive by like it's none of their business. Like this part, like blows me away. the The call comes in from a neighbor the next day when she like oh gets goodness. up to go for her walk and is like, "Oh." Look, Look, there's a car in the barn. I'm gonna make a phone call. But like, <laughs> afterwards, between like all of these times, and there's friends who drive by, an ex-boyfriend who drives by. Talk, uh,
3: talk about that an guy. Ex-boyfriend yeah. who drives this is by a by. great boyfriend. <laughs> I love this guy.
2: <laughs> he literally pulls over, gets out of the car, and says, "Huh, that looks like Brianna's car." goes over to it, turns off the lights, closes the door, and
3: leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boyfriend of the year!
4: Did, did he do anything else? Like, no.
3: well, well, we don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Funny you should ask.
4: <laughs> no, like uh, contact someone, like nope. the parents, or...
1: Friends. Or, so he or. made sure that her battery didn't die,
3: <laughs> although her
2: fault. car
1: is in, lodged <laughs> inside of a building. Like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna kill your battery doing that.
2: <laughs> We want to make sure when you drive away, yep, <laughs> that you're actually gonna be able to start. The, well, that's no. what it is. I mean, we're talking about she hangs out with a lot of. Uh, right. Yeah. People who are doing drugs. So We have to kind of think about that. That like these aren't people that are like, hey, let's call the cops. They're not their best friends. Okay. Right. I don't want to go ahead, Steve.
4: But but I would I would do all that. You know, go to the car if I knew it was hers. All right, take things, check everything's fine, and then go contact somebody. Right. Uh, so call nine one one when you're home and safe. Yeah. Well, not know? even but like call, try to contact her. And try to get in touch with friends. And Good point. And Her parents, if, somebody. if
1: nobody knows, then yeah, call it
4: call. Imagine yeah.
3: that was Christina.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, with, with cons that do drugs, though, you wouldn't call 911 because you'd probably assume there might be something in their car that they could get caught Correct. with. So, you, yeah. And I was probably, thinking if he she was she, on
2: something, he could have, like, he's a known drug User. Yeah. But even if you're
0: an okay to be honest. But go home and call. At I've least. never been on crack cocaine, so I honestly don't know how I would react to a car in a building at that state. But I feel like I'd be like, Well, this is different.
3: But it's always sunny. I wonder if it's real. I wonder if it's touch your car. Oh. No, you're really there.
2: <laughs> the only experience I have with crack is that Dee and her brother on it's always sunny, loves crack cocaine. They talk about it all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's only experience. So I get why he didn't call if he was on drugs, but I feel like you would go home and at least make a phone call. Or maybe, yeah. like, have somebody else, like, hey, I just saw Brianna's car. I'm worried. Even if it wasn't your ex, I would say something. If it was right. a random girl on the side of the highway, like, this is no. definitely an accident. Something definitely happened. It's not like, oh, that happens all the time. You know, it's not like a normal breakdown where a car's on the side of the road. until
4: right. into a building.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So there's a few her, some of her friends. Yeah, her friends. Go by. Oh. A few motorists go by. No, no. Like stops. I said, half
3: the fucking town. But <laughs> par- there was a parade. <laughs> okay, I exaggerate.
2: <laughs> One of her friends later says that she she stopped, got out of the car, went over to it, and found loose change, a bracelet, and a water bottle on the ground. Okay, but you still don't, like, say anything? You're just going to tell me what you found? Did you keep it? Like, I don't even understand these people. Wow. No. And so, and since the
0: cop didn't think anything of it either. No, the whole time. Like, got a preserved
3: maybe,
2: crime scene. No.
3: So, no. You want to murder somebody? I know right where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, Take to Vermont. Vermont. I'll meet you up there.
1: This is kind of like a Vermont thing and not really a... It is, yeah. Like yeah. they're always getting abducted by aliens up there too. They're like, I need to get out of here. I'm in Vermont. <laughs> aliens come, please.
2: The I don't know if you guys remember from the last episode, Tim and Lance, were two of the podcasters I talked about. They spend like three or four episodes on Brianna trying to connect her to Mora, and one of the parts that they say about it why they don't think they're connected is vermont's just weird and what's Mm. going on there is just so different from what is going on in new hampshire how can you link these two it's just two totally other planets (laughs) 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 because like he said the drugs were coming through there the cops weren't paying attention to a lot of things like this is so different than new hampshire where she got in the accident like and skidded on ice like at least there was a reason for her accident and you saw it like this one just looks like the f- how th- How does she back into the house like this? Like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No
3: skid marks. Not that it was just weird.
2: It yeah. is weird with no skid marks. Like, Think about how fast she had to go to get her tires up on that foundation <sighs> and through or, the building. Or
1: did the cop just not really look for skid marks because he was doing such a half assed <laughs> job? <laughs> <laughs> planning for vacation. That is a good <laughs> <one>. yeah, <laughs> If you, know, you see the vacation. way this car is into the barn, there's no way that she was driving along and accidentally went off the road. It like, mm. doesn't sound. Clearly, right it was backed into yeah. right? the Yeah. Clearly,
0: mm. yeah. And imagine... To, like you're a cop and you're like there's a car in a barn well but I have vacation so.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, he's getting out of Vermont I mean, you can't blame the guy he's just like I, I better get out of here before I get abducted by aliens and I don't get in the cape
2: like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> so what the fuck I, like you don't know, like hey I'm going on vacation let me fill in somebody before I go <laughs> right. let's like let me get another this. cop on this yeah. like then he comes back from vacation and just shows the photo like it's like oh, look at that oh yeah I did but take hold a picture of him. <laughs>
4: (laughs) Is there there, like information we're missing? Because this—he sounds really like a (laughs) dolt.
2: That's Vermont. It's so funny. The other day, I was talking to one of my friends, and she's a uh, definitely a Blue Lives Matter type of person. And she's like, "Oh, I was going to listen to your podcast." I'm like, "You probably shouldn't." (laughs) Uh, You know, the only thing worse than Vermont, Fall River.
3: We're not going to have much of an
1: audience to to abduct people in Fall River. Aliens are like, yeah, keep your killings. We're going to Vermont.
2: Like, even last year, I went up to this section of Vermont, and I hiked. I'm doing a Go North 9 challenge where you hike all of the mountains that are, like, on the Canadian border. I've done eight out of the nine.
3: Not alone.
2: No, my friend Jane is going with me. So, two women, but still, so fun. And we have one more to go. (laughs) Jane, and and there is no... Why is that funny? Saying Jane fell down the hill? No, because... <laughs> ha, ha ha Jane. Ha, ha.
4: No, because did if you guys... listen to this? Hello. If you guys go missing, you know, her name is Jane. They're like, oh, and so you don't know the person's name? Well, her name is Jane. You know.
2: Like Jane Doe, is yeah, what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Or like Mary Jane up in Vermont. <laughs>
4: That's what We're they
2: call everybody. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever live in Vermont? <laughs>
3: You weren't born there or not.
2: (laughs) My point of this was some of the mountains you actually come down the Canadian side, so there's border patrol all around the bar. And when you're up there, you do not get any cell service, though. Like even when I'm on the mountain, I have to turn to airplane motor. It just drains and drains and drains. Wow. So I think the fact that nobody called probably has something to do with that. However they all they have, don't have
1: working phones. They all have
2: landlines when they get home, so yeah, I like, don't agree with it. Like <laughs> I can see it where they're like, Oh, we're a little out of touch up here, but you know, you have some way of communicating with the police. So, I mean you know. theoretically
3: so smoke signals. So yeah.
2: fucking, <laughs> go there. Like go to the police right. station.
3: Smoke signals. Of course it was night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) Not when the entire town drove by the car. I know. The entire (laughs)
5: town. smoking.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And why is all of the town out at midnight? Like, throwing that out there, too. (laughs) Is nobody sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Judgment-free. Judgment-free zone here. Judgment-free zone. Um, There is something that a lot of podcasters bring up, so I'm going to bring it up real quick. Brianna was in an altercation with another girl at a party. Three weeks before all this happened, she is very active in the drug scene, and she goes to these parties that are something we probably have no idea of, Mm -hmm. because we don't do those kind of things, but she is 17, and she's flirty, and she has no boyfriend. So, she's at the party, and she flirts with this guy. Well, he has a girlfriend. She's there with her friends. They... Uh, They somehow confront her in the party. Uh, That part they didn't really talk about a lot, but she's confronted in the party enough that Brianna's like, "I gotta get myself out of here. I'm by myself." Yeah. She goes Mm -hmm. to the car of her ex boyfriend. Don't know if it's the same ex boyfriend, (laughs) but he's at the party, and she's like, "Hey, can I go hang out in your truck till my friend gets here that can drive me home?" She goes out to the truck. These girls come out there, and they beat her up severely. Like she she gets a concussion.
3: Ooh. told you that jujitsu was amazing? (laughs)
2: So she gets beat up, but she and she doesn't fight back at all. And the, there's a lot of argument about why she doesn't. She doesn't know how. She doesn't know how. We think is that she's not prepared for that yeah. kind of fighting. Brazilian
3: right. jiu jitsu is not sitting in a car while somebody's punching you through an open window. Right. They don't cover that in the first few lessons. But
2: yeah, if you see the photos of her, and I'll grab one off online. But so they sure. she files a report.
3: Face was a mess. Yeah,
2: you know? she got her. Did butt she kicks. consider rolling up the window?
3: Even blocking me.
2: <laughs> like, right? <laughs> Moving to the other side of Stop the fucking truck. Stop punching me while I yeah. roll up the window. <laughs> well, you probably had to crank it. Oh, Solid God. point there. But it's a truck, so there's a bench seat probably. Yeah. Slide yeah. over. Move over. Slide over. Like, are they crawling in the window? How high off the ground it's is this the... truck? Like,
3: Let's not blame her. I'm yeah.
2: not, no, I'm not blaming her. But um, she's she gets... from Vermont. Well,
3: though. no, the, the point I'm trying to raise, Steve.
2: She didn't fight Steve, that at all. Is what is, we're is saying. Is that um,
3: that you know, I, I in so many places I saw that jujitsu thing, as if somehow she had some secret power that yeah. nobody should have been able to overcome her. No, and this is a case in point. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, even if you're even if you're a
1: good fight, if you're if there's more than one opponent, you, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're in you know, trouble. I yeah. mean, you know.
2: Start taking the whips. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I mean these people are, you know, they outnumber you. You probably don't want to fight back if you if they are popular at that party and you're not. The worst thing you can do is actually go out and win because you might have six or seven people jumping on oh, you at yeah, the same time. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. especially if you're dealing with drugs. Yeah. And not you everybody's don't know, there if somebody much. has yeah. a gun or what, so, you know. Yeah. Sometimes and A large portion of these people are kinda, from the
2: New York drug scene, so they're not yeah. even from the area. Yeah. They're coming through and they're moving the drugs to Canada. Well, and it might matter like why you're taking
0: jujitsu lessons, like I mean, I've taken kickboxing lessons for weight loss, but good
3: lord, like I
0: shouldn't well. throw any uppercuts. You know what I mean? Like,
3: <laughs> Well, kickboxing is actually better for street fighting than Brazilian jujitsu is in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's take it from an old martial artist oh, okay right. <laughs> what, what was that uh, other one that's good for stuff like this like, oh krav maga yeah. oh chrissy did that. Is, yeah. is something i recommend for women she should have been model mugging is something else i would recommend for uh, for women mm. very realistic training yeah put you in the right mindset
2: good to know Okay, know. so yeah. she, <laughs> let's go back to her. She goes to the hospital. She gets treatment. She has two black eyes, facial cuts, oh. a concussion, a broken nose. Wow. They the beat cops that show up. Out of her, yeah. yeah, they beat the heck out of her.
4: This, was it just guys or also girls, just girls. girls? Oh, just girls. Girls are yeah. vicious, oh, man. Yeah. They are
2: vicious. I worked in a female prison for a little bit. Crazy. Mm. Wow. Um, she filed a criminal complaint that was still pending at the time of her dis- disappearance. They end up dropping it like three weeks after she disappears because her parents are like, She can't show up in any court appearance. We're just going to let this go. We're just hoping our daughter comes back. We're not going to keep fighting it. Um, So we're going to stop with that part. Now we're going to go on to her car. Um, Don found a couple of cool facts. So there's like three facts I'm going to bring up that are kind of random, but they showed up in his research. So I think we should talk about them a little bit. On March 30th, so that's about 21 days after... All of this happened. The Osmobile was finally processed by the state crime lab. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's no signs of struggle or that she met with foul play. However, there is some DNA. Uh, so they have proof. So whenever they do find a suspect, they have DNA. They're holding it. Yes. They are okay. trying to... Uh, But, like, different to Maura, they at least are releasing some of the stuff. Like, the cops are saying, we have this, we have this, we have that. What is the DNA substance? Is it blood? Is it semen? Is it It fingernails? fingernails. I actually believe it was something on her jeans or something. There was was other clothes in the car because she just got out of work. She changed her outfit. You know how we often, anybody who's worked in a restaurant knows you smell like Especially a dishwasher. You could be soaked, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So,
3: uh, later the investigators would come to believe that the accident had been staged from the evidence they looked at in the car. No. So that was a big one, yeah. These guys are great. (laughs) Um, Because this is... (laughs) They had search search dogs. Were you going to talk about that?
2: Go ahead. Yep. No, I like you talking about it. So they had
3: search dogs combing the area around the barn on foot. Not only the search dogs, but the cops on foot. But nothing of value was found, right? So a look in the house and covered drug dealer paraphernalia, according to the cops, and a gun.
0: So that's the... The barn. Oh, where the car is parked right. in? Right. Sort of? Okay.
3: By the way, she was on her way to Sheldon, right? Yeah. Okay. But she didn't make it, obviously, only one mile. Down, one mile. Down Vermont, Route 118. Okay, so I think don't it's,
2: it's interesting that they said they didn't find anything because all the friends took it. Like... <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Right? They didn't find anything out of the car because the friends grabbed their stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, look, this change
2: a bracelet whatever
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's almost impossible there wouldn't be blood in the car if you slammed into something going fast enough to actually put it inside like there would be your head would slam the windshield i mean
2: right or something, you know, like a, something or something have, yeah, yeah
1: i mean well not, not if you're going backwards though,
4: right
2: right well yeah. cuz i impact, mean the though, force wouldn't it, like throw you
1: the force
4: would
2: it throw you, you if you go backwards
4: yeah. you probably hit the steering wheel
3: Okay, I, I was just looking at my notes about the DNA. Pardon me. Um, so the DNA caused the police to conclude that Brianna's disappearance was probably the result of something happening to her against her will. At the time of her disappearance, Brianna had been taking medication for migraines, which had been left behind in the car along with contact lenses she left behind. Imagine that.
2: Her makeup, too.
3: Makeup, right? Driver's license. This indicated to investigators that she either intended to return to the vehicle at some point or she hadn't abandoned it of a free will. And yeah, they did submit DNA at that time to CODIS.
5: Hmm.
3: Go ahead, hon.
2: I think that since they submitted it, though, they're putting out more information than more Marines. So I think that's a big difference in the two state police things. That this state police is actually saying, okay, we may have like, boggled the beginning. But we are open sharing now with other states because New York is involved. A lot of the suspects are actually from New York.
1: We need help. Does anyone know how to read? Right. It?
2: <laughs> guys, we have some DNA. No idea what to do with it. We put it in the machine. Let us know. Are <laughs> our, our
4: main guys on vacation?
2: <laughs> you show a picture of him with Disney ears or something. <laughs> the
4: only evidence is on his phone. <laughs>
2: so. And it's a burner, so. <laughs> so weird.
3: It's you you, a you save a story. lot of money when you don't have to buy a police cap. You just just, <laughs> just put like tinfoil over your head. <laughs> True.
0: Mm-hmm. In
2: Morris Murray too, though they didn't find DNA.
0: Right. So they, they well, that we, we know it.
2: of, like right. they're not saying anything. At least these cops are saying, "Hey, we found it." The police okay. won't release what they found <laughs> in Morris' case. We Get found to something. <laughs> <laughs> they would pretend like they've done they their job. They had fashion. a parade
3: in town after that. And said, Whoa! <laughs> Everybody
2: well, dressed up like their favorite DNA. But
1: how did they find her genes if they never found her body?
2: Because she changed her clothes is what they oh, think. They okay, think after okay, work, right. she changed her clothes. So the clothes she wore at work that night were in the car.
1: That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Did they
2: ask anyone from the town if they found
0: anything in the car?
5: <laughs>
2: <or found laughs>
1: oh, you it's were rummaging through. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: that's the funny part. When you see that the friend stopped by and like took stuff from the scene, like what else did they take? If these are known drug dealers, mm-hmm. did they take the drugs out of the car? Right. Yeah. Like,
1: so, oh, yeah. Because you're going to protect your friend. So if there's any drugs there and you know your friend does try you're going to take them because you're yeah. thinking she's going to get in trouble for driving under right. the influence. Or so, if you want them. So
4: yeah. along the lines of um, the whole clothes thing, you know, as Dawn mentioned, she was, what, a mile away from work? Yeah. Just yeah. Tomorrow, and, yeah. you know, when, when would you change your clothes, right? Before, before you, you leave. Before yeah. you leave. Yeah,
2: we go in the bathroom and change them usually because you're oh, okay. gross. Yeah. yeah. That I don't find... Because yeah. as, a, as a surfer and a bartender, Same you, get shit she, over you. He wouldn't
4: change his clothes? No. No, I'm, I'm just saying.
2: He's wondering why. Like when she did it. No, I'm, yeah. I'm teasing you. <laughs> Especially a dishwasher. Think about it. She's getting yeah. wet and soaked all night long. No, I understand that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering when, like right before she dri- drives off or is it in the bathroom? That kind of thing. That's at work. Our, my guess. This people yeah. be she left work.
2: Yeah. yeah. They just said her work clothes were in the car. So maybe just because I've been in the industry, I just assumed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she punched out, went and changed her clothes, and then told his friends, I can't come out tonight, I've got to work tomorrow, and left. Yep, that's what I would do, too. Yeah, sounds like something so I would h- have done. how do
4: the friends know, like, her car was there?
2: They drive by. They just <laughs> drove <drunk> past it.
0: <laughs> After they party. They said. Yeah, did you see the picture? I can pull yeah, it up. No, I see, yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's a pretty... Memorable car, I think you know,
2: yeah. They drive by it, some of them get out and walk over to it and hang out, yeah, turn the lights off, close the doors. <laughs> we
3: used to own, uh, <laughs> they, they have a bonfire,
2: no, <laughs> yeah,
3: when you were a little girl,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: That's the one that went through the fence post.
0: Oh, when you let Christina, the four year old, drive, that's right, <laughs> 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 excellent babysitting skills. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta learn
4: someday, right? <laughs> Story never gets old. <laughs> Only Some of them I are, do. are just classics. <laughs>
2: Some of them are just classics. So we're going to talk about five different theories that that we kind of have um, throughout all the different investigations that we did. So Don helped me a lot in the research. So here, or there, you guys see that we're going back and forth because I was doing more Murray and this at the same time. It was much easier to outsource this part of it.
3: You owe me. I'm
2: <laughs> using my resources wisely. <laughs> 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 the strongest theory in the case, and I think this is a good. Theory is just that it's a drug-related thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely had some problems with these drug dealers. Uh, there's some stories that she like didn't pay some of them, oh, that, that okay. she owed yeah. some money. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can't assume crack is cheap. I it's mean, really... and she's she's a dishwasher and a breakfast lunch person. You know, they gotta feel like how much does she really make? She's got to pay her own rent. She's 17.
0: But they don't find a body, right? So is that Nobody. like the drug dealers put her into like the sex trade, or? Well, this
2: is where I think it's a combination. of
0: Well, it of doesn't others.
1: sound like these cops are that diligent. Like they could have <laughs> probably hid the body in the police station
3: and it still hasn't been found. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they know the photo
2: looking there. I listened. <laughs> I listen to a podcast from a guy up in Canada. Starting to smell in the brain. room. I listened to a good <laughs> podcast from a guy up in Canada who is researching this case and he spent 2 years on it. Uh-huh. And he believes it's involved in the drug trade and he feels like it's in between 3 and 15 people involved. He feels that 3 of them were at the car, that they were they knew where Brianna worked, they had planned this out for at least a week coming. That she had, and that was who she saw at the store.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: The 3 of them followed her to this point, staged the car, took her and killed her somewhere else. Uh-huh. That's what they feel.
5: Yeah.
2: And that this drug ring is from like the Bronx, and they were coming through there all the time, and she owed them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they did it just out of financial reasons, mm-hmm. is what he feels.
3: Hmm. you got to talk about the tips
2: that the cops got there. Good. That was my next oh, paragraph, ahead. but I love you talking. No, no, no. You. you no, it gives sit. me a second to take a, a sip. Um, so one of these guys was Raymond Ryans. Do you want to talk about him a little? Okay, and the week following her disappearance police receive a tip tating, stating that tating stating that Brianna was being held in a House in Berkshire known to be occupied by the drug dealers. She was acquainted with Raymond Ryans and Nathan Charles Jackson, they're both of New York They raided it, but they didn't raid it till April. So they waited those like 15 days and this is where this guy feels they had already got her out of there and killed her, but they brought her there for a while, and she was there alive. And they felt like the they had to kill her. There was no choice at this point. Uh, the house was raided. They uncovered cocaine, weed, drug paraphernalia, but no trace of Brianna. They do believe the house was recently cleaned, and at this time, Ryan was only arrested, sorry, arrested on drug charges, and he's the major suspect. In so a the law.
1: house was cleaned thoroughly. So that's mm-hmm. always a sign that, like, especially when you're dealing with drug dealers, yeah. you know, they're not, like, How clean the is this most place? clean people on earth, yeah. like, oh, you know, you know, but, um yeah, I mean, every time you hear about, like, a murder scene, like, one of the things is a killer will bleach everything, it's, right. like, you yeah. know, it, it's apparent something happened but there. can't you yeah. still
2: use, like, Luminol? Luminol.
1: See? Luminol can find blood, yeah, yeah. Even if it's so. was it a
2: 2004 thing? Like when did they start using that? Yeah. Like what is the um, years on those kind well of? Well, they
1: definitely tried oh, yeah. it in the O.J. Simpson case. Um, oh. so that so was, was in, that. 90s. in the 90s. 90s, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So, so it was so. a thing, but maybe Vermont didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Vermont still doesn't have it. <laughs> there was a, a second tip. We'll talk about the second one real quick, because then that kind of ends this theory. But we can talk more about this theory.
3: In late 2004, Gracia. Investigators received another tip, this time from an anonymous female that implicated both Ryans and Jackson in Brianna's murder. The unknown woman stated that the pair had killed Brianna the week after her disappearance. After Ryans and her argued over money, she lent him to purchase cocaine. After she was killed, the woman claims, this tipster, that Brianna's body was temporarily stored in the basement of another woman before being dismembered with a table saw, oh, grisly and disposed of at a pig farm. How's that for sweetness?
1: Oh, that's awful.
3: Police have been unable to corroborate the validity of the statement, even though they have interviewed many, many pigs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can strike that last part. No, yeah.
2: it's funny. Really? Thanks for taking over on that. I don't know why that paragraph was killing me. Well, pigs will eat everything. Even that. <laughs> they will. That's really true, yeah. Yeah, yeah they will. Yeah. So, that is so you're actually saying they way. interviewed
4: the cops. Yeah. <laughs>
3: All they yeah, could get I, was like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't get mud on my uniform. <laughs> anyway, we might uh,
2: actually. Do you want to pick it up or do you uh, want to keep going? Uh, you can keep going if you want. you want to do the next theory? And like, no, then no, I'll okay. do the third?
3: Another theory in the case is that Brianna simply left of her own accord. Because she's being like chased by drug dealers. No, like wants to run away. Yeah. And running away. According to friends and those who knew her, the young woman had mentioned plans of a short trip to the area. That's not 17 years, though. This paired with her history of running away had led some to speculate she simply decided to move somewhere new and start over. On foot? However, yeah. However, police yeah. have been unable to uncover any evidence to indicate that she left voluntarily. Shocking. That's shocking. You no, know,
1: because, <laughs> especially if she's an addict, she's eventually going to get caught with no money, so she's eventually going to come back to mom. Well,
0: Good, I mean, know. but how does this so. thought process work? Oh, fuck, I just backed into a barn. Guess I'm moving? I'll leave the door
3: yeah. open and yeah. the car I'll, I'll leave my contact lenses. I mean, I was strolling down the highway. Exactly. Island. Yeah, I better walk home. No. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think I can't so. believe they even took that seriously but <laughs> it is Vermont by the way I'm never going to drive in Vermont
2: well there's a podcaster the same podcaster from Canada that talks about this one yeah. and he says that he believes that there are people in the town that were helping dispose of Brianna so they were trying to throw Slate in it so they were saying she had a history of running away mm-hmm. so that might be that they basement. were purposely tipping them off on different things uh, that this theory comes up because they were possible. deflecting yeah. That so, might
3: lead into third theory, which the, is... Wait
0: a minute. Just one second. So the whole town who drove past the car and didn't uh-huh. think anything of
2: it is now covering up for her? Well, not the whole town. He believes there are anywhere from 3 to 15 people involved in this. The three that are like the drug dealers, but they're also people that are also involved in the drug trade from Vermont. So he calls them the locals in his podcast, because he, okay. he actually knows names, but he does not say them because right? he's like afraid of evidence and this and that. But he also said... They were telling police these things just to, like, oh. throw them off. Like, oh, we knew Brianna. We used to party with her. She's always dreamed of running away. She's probably in Mexico. Hmm. It doesn't sound like you need to do a lot to throw these cops off, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: <I'm>
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> where's Mexico?
2: <laughs> <laughs> can I vacation there? If you're a <laughs> street <laughs> If you're going you know, to believe it, right?
3: The police dogs Dogs went one way and they went (laughs) the (laughs) other. Then the dog stopped and said, Hey!
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I want to go with theory three and I'll do four.
3: Sure. A third theory is that Brianna was abducted by several people, which you guys were just talking about this. Her parents have speculated this would have to be the case as a single person would not be able to subdue their daughter, given her martial arts training. Well, they may think that. I, I don't agree. <laughs> uh, I, spent, I do
2: agree with it, but not for that reason.
3: I, I spent, uh, I'm almost 70 years old. I spent um, many, many years in the martial arts. I started when I was 10 years old. So I can tell you that that assumption that parents made, it's a common one when you sign your kids up for karate. Sure, yeah. But it's not true.
0: Well, she also sat still, uh, apparently, in a truck and let people beat on her.
3: So I she, mean, really beat
2: her. <laughs> really <laughs> beat on her. Doesn't like yeah, sound so, like she's... Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think part of this theory is good because the, the multiple is definitely probable. Like, yeah. yes, you could have planned it, tricked her, you know, but for that reason, I don't think.
3: They believe somebody may have spotted her, become obsessed, and hid in the back seat. Now, see, I believe somebody could have been in that back seat. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, before attacking her, she drove uh, home from the Black Lantern Inn. I know years ago, I taught a rape defense class in, in Westboro, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm westbrook ywca and as part of that training i read a lot of the fbi data on what kinds of attacks and assaults against women very common for somebody to be hiding in the back seat of a car yeah Yeah, it is so you always tell the students don't get in your car at night look in the back seat first
2: yeah but you know you're tired you want to get home from work
3: Right, so it's
2: midnight. She's working two jobs.
1: Absolutely, it's yeah. Vermont. It's not uncommon for find somebody to like sleeping in your car randomly. She's a homeless just guy. Like, you know, it's like he's just yeah. drunk. You
3: know. You'd be surprised how many um, people have gotten in the front seat of a car. A woman getting in the front, and all of a sudden there's a belt around yeah. oh, their yeah. neck, and they're being strangled. Yeah, I right? used yeah. to teach defense for that. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's a it's very common. Unfortunately, yeah, that's sad. Um, I think that's
2: my most popular like what I think happened.
3: Well, yeah, and then you've talked a lot about Maura Murray. So why don't we just lead in and let you talk about the fourth.
2: You got it. So we all know that Maura Murray disappeared in Haverhill, New Hampshire. That was about 90 miles from where we are. So it's about an hour and 45 minute ride. However, FBI agents have met with local authorities to discuss the possibility of the links between the two cases, including the fact that they both had gone missing after a car accident, they both have their belong- left their belongings behind, and they're both so young, attractive, and brown-haired woman. Yeah. However, it is eventually concluded that despite the similarities, the case was not lightly connected. However, I'm not so sure because there are two sources that I found in Mora Murray that kind of like lead me to say maybe. Sure. Me
3: so
2: too. maybe not probable but it's a solid maybe mm-hmm. so well James, I started
3: with not probable but then I got to maybe
2: mm. let's hear it okay so in James Reiner's book the true crime addict he puts Kathleen if you remember Kathleen was like the addict sister tomorrow yep yep yep, yep. older but addict she lived with a drug ring above she moved in there oh. to Vermont
0: oh really yes Oh, that's so now you've made some kind
2: of connection. She she gets out of rehab, meets this guy in rehab, and is like, "Oh, I love him." They move <laughs> up. <laughs> BT Dubs, that woman's a fucking loon. Like we watched that
0: Oxygen series after you There's talked about it. There's a lot of loons. And there. she was like,
2: her, her eyes were like all of like Craig and I were like, "Oh, she's a loon." So <laughs> she moves up to that drug ring and hangs out with them, moves in with them, starts doing drugs again, goes back to rehab. I mean, it's a vicious cycle with her, but she yeah, lives for sure. up there. That's a shame. It is a shame.
3: Yeah, I, I think there's a connection.
2: And also, in that Oxygen series, when you got towards, like, episode 5 and 6, uh-huh. John Smith starts talking about a link, but he doesn't say it. Right. So his going to the A-frame, but let's tell everybody else about that. So let's talk about the A-frame. So John Smith is a private investigator that they that starts looking into the Maura, Maura Murray case. He is a former police officer, he thinks they're related he started looking into the case when locals were talking about a story about two brothers these brothers were involved in the drug scene and were also known to get in a lot of trouble there were rumors that they were involved in both murders even to the point that one brother reached out to Fred Moore's father and told him that he found a bloody knife in his brother's glove box he believes that Moore's blood is on the knife he gets this knife to Fred and Fred brings it to the police the police do not release if they can get DNA off the knife. So we have no idea, because again- the first mistake. <laughs> right? Don't give it to the police. Get a private investigator to yeah. do that. Um, but then in 2006, John Smith, Tim, and Lance, the other two podcasters, go to this A-frame. And that's where they pull, there's like a carpet, and there's a wall in a closet that they're going to take. The dogs lead them right up the stairs to this upstairs closet. Wow. Inside this closet, there's human blood. Well, there's blood. They don't know that it's human yet. And in the series, Maggie has the blood tested, and she finds out that it is human. It's got two separate sets of DNA. They can't tell whether it's male or female on both, but something human was in that closet and bleeding. hmm Oh, I thought he was gonna say something there. No, I just <laughs> yeah, that's
3: sad. Just, it's a sad thing. Yep.
2: Yeah, they can't capture the DNA. Well, then the show then shares it with the police, and the police say that they can't capture the DNA, that it is too degraded, and that the chain of custody can't be verified. Which mm-hmm. we all knew that chain of custody was like not gonna happen.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> However, just check it right, like against one of the family members, yeah, and see if it even could be related. Like yeah. I felt like the series lacked there. Because you could at least say, like, they have this in common. They, You know, you can't yeah. definitively do it, but you could have tested against you something.
1: Can, yeah, you can see if people are related pretty you easily. Should. Like, yeah. I
2: know it's not admissible in court, but, like, you well, could give the parents a good... Well, just, that's the thing. Have some compassion for these poor people yeah. with their missing daughter, you know? And you watched the series. You saw how it kind of just, like, was leading up to it, and then it was like, vroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, that literally felt like a balloon.
3: Do you know what Henry David Thoreau said about circumstantial evidence? He said sometimes it's so strong like finding a trout swimming in your milk. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you.
2: Um, I like pickup to birds. Every day, row, New England, you know. Yeah, yeah. Walden uh, on Walden Pond. Steve, you Steve, were gonna say something. I
3: its past. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: we he's can go back to it it's drink right All
3: now. Alright, mm-hmm. Google that and you will see I didn't make it up.
0: Thank you. But so It did I feel stick like in we, my brain.
2: Like, okay. <laughs> We can maybe I can jog your memory, Steve. I felt like the show lacked there. Like that was the part that left me wanting more in that Oxygen series, was because they just dropped the DNA, and that was the real piece of information they had on anybody. And yeah. it was like, oh, too old. Like hmm. they had um, characters when they did like an independent study. You saw the piece of paper. They showed it on the series, saying there are two different kinds. Have them match as DNA to either one of these. Yeah. And they, they did. The cops just say, "Eh,
3: nope." They had that trout right in their hands,
4: <laughs> and, and if they don't want to, you know, spend the time doing it, just send it to Twenty Three Me. <laughs> you, <so>. Amen.
0: <laughs> Amen, <For true>. Steve. <laughs> well, that series too did something that um, that I think a lot of people do. So it, it tries to draw the the parallels between Maura Murray and. Brianna right but also it tried to like get Holly Pranian and Molly Bish in there too which those I don't
2: those no, two those maybe I didn't like to each other oh, yeah, yeah but
0: there's no way they're related to this
2: and they're so far away James Renner also brings Molly Bish and Holly Pranian in, yeah, and, it's and there's so no way related. The, not at all. Their yeah. ages are so different. It's different abductions. Yeah. Like, are you just saying that New England's so small that we're all related? Like, I don't even understand what they were doing with Maybe that. In Find a
4: list of all the girls who went missing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of people consider Western Mass to be part of like you know other areas. Like, oh, you're in Western yeah. Mass. You're really in Massachusetts. <laughs> right. I felt like that's what they were doing. They Maybe. were just looping them in with somebody we else. We thought
1: about putting it up on eBay for sale. <laughs> <laughs>
2: see who bids. <laughs> you <laughs> you think Vermont, New Graham. Hampshire, Connecticut, or New York, who yeah. would bid? <laughs>
0: yeah. So I, I just feel like that hurts, though, the validity of connections when you're like, this could be related to, you know, something yeah. completely random. You know? It was
2: too wild to throw them in there. That's yeah. why I say I liked that series, but there were a lot of things that I felt like... And the FBI guy being involved, he ruled out things way too fast, I think. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, can't be that. I was like, well, did you do any no. outside investigation on that? Can't be that? Like... Mm. Okay. And maybe they did behind the scenes, and we just don't know. But
1: Before you go on, I've got to interject with that Thoreau quote.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the exact quote is, some, cir- some circumstantial evidence is very strong as when you find a trout in the milk. And what he was apparently referring to is, uh, back when he wrote this in 1850, some unscrupulous milk vendors would put water in the milk uh, as a way to increase the volume make more money yeah so basically if if you find a trout in the milk you know that this guy's crooked
3: see and you doubt me
0: (laughs) well it makes sense now would you have the little background there? i don't think we doubted you yeah it was just sort
3: of like craig always checks everything i say he
0: does he checks everything
3: (laughs) i know he's a bastard (laughs) for sure
0: but you know what he didn't do is check your ipad to see if it was gonna make any noise did it today
2: yeah like four Really? Yeah, just now. <laughs> we, have, we have one last person, and on it's going it. to be like a two-second thing. Go ahead. So, and then we can talk about his iPad. <laughs> the one last person um, should be noted. It's just a theory, and it cannot be entirely ruled out. Ruled out. The final theory is that it was Israel Keyes. Oh. Again, he was in the area. He's known That's to do different things. Yes. Uh, the murder kit guy. Yes. Yeah. The murder kit guy from the last one is also considered on this one. Mostly because he lives in that area. He has places up in Vermont. He's killed people in Lake Champlain. So, like, and then he went up to Alaska. So, it could be him. I just wanted to mention him because I think we're going to do a whole episode on him. So, when we do, this is two cases that are also possibly linked to him. But since he's dead, we really don't know.
0: Well, I feel like you guys are missing David's theory, which I think makes a lot of sense. It's
2: alien abduction. Yeah. <laughs> theory number six. Yes. Especially well, Vermont.
3: Yeah. Now, what kind of, like, illegal aliens? Or... <laughs> I know Trump would be right there with you.
0: Green
1: yeah, man. Yeah, he
3: wanted to build a wall in the sky.
1: But... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what that
3: space thing was. A space force. Yeah. Space force. <laughs> Boy. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. George
1: Washington with his
3: lightsaber, <laughs> <over> the airports. <laughs> yeah, he's got the airports and the revolution. Who oh, no. knows? Yeah. Let's have a swig of bleach here. <laughs> we'll keep going.
0: That'll be our drink of the week we <laughs> <laughs> We
3: dedicate this to Donald Trump. Take a swig of bleach.
0: Anyway. Anyway. No, I was just so what do you guys think is the most likely then? What do you guys think? You have five theories.
1: I
3: think drugs I think it's up Drugs Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I and think the drug With the multiple like people Because it yeah. fits with A f- couple of those theories Like they Should combine them a little I don't think it was Related to Maura Murray Okay
0: So you don't think There is a relation
2: no. no Unless it's Israel Keys, And then They're all related You know yeah. what I mean he, he's a
4: serial killer, too? Yeah. Yes, he is. He's a, he's Very good like, one, he was. Because, you know, what the cops could have done is while they're getting the list of all the females who've been abducted or whatever, get the list of all the serial killers. So, yeah.
2: Right. Hmm. Look, the, the same probably reason... <laughs> I like, think that guy was, was on vacation, though. though so. <laughs> <laughs> on <pages.
1: laughs>
2: his professional job is bank robber. remember? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. It's on his tab I, That was friendly neighborhood <laughs> serial killer.
5: Yeah.
2: I feel like Israel... I can rule him out but not but everybody that rules him out rules him out for the same reason you don't just walk up and serial kill but he does like they're thinking that serial killers usually make plans stalk
3: their victims and stuff
2: everyone feels like
3: yeah he went against the grain so where you see a particular MO with a serial killer he purposely changed he altered each one and say he went
2: in there one night saw her yeah Like, it only takes a second for him to be like, hmm, let me follow her home. Well, there are only so many people to kill in these areas. Yeah.
3: You have to be an opportunist. So, on December 2nd, 2012, Keyes died by suicide. Sure he did. While incarcerated at the Anchorage Correctional Complex. Worst case of suicide they ever did see. They were knives and st- sticking really? out of he wanted
2: him. to make sure he died. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say too much about him in case we do a whole case, but he So you think he brutally th- kills himself? You
0: think he stabbed himself and you don't?
3: No, I know he didn't stab himself.
0: See? Mhm.
3: But I don't think he killed this young woman.
0: Mhm. Okay, so I, you I
3: am right there, there with I'm, I'm with I think everybody it's the drugs. else. And drugs. drugs. It is yeah. drugs. It is, yeah. drugs. It is Somebody in the backseat of the car or very close to her following her they didn't force her off the road She went off that road voluntarily. It's one mile away five minute drive Why the hell would you drive five minutes pull off the road in front of a dilapidated barn turn around and reverse yourself? I mean, I agree.
0: Yeah, but I just kind of wonder though if you're like so, I mean, again, I've never been a drug dealer, so I guess I don't understand the thought process. But why wouldn't you just fucking take the car? Like, why would you leave it backed into a barn? Although, that aside, no one in Vermont cared that it was backed into a barn. I don't think
3: she did. left her car. Right. I think they took her but from that if car.
2: You She's saying, why did they stage someone? it? Yeah. Because then you have to
1: get rid of the car because you don't want to get caught with the car. right? If you,
0: But why not like drop it off like at a train station? You know what I mean? Or an airport or somewhere where the, this idea of a runaway makes more sense you, well, as opposed to backed into a barn.
1: Yeah, because In most places, the police don't go on vacation right after like they find a crime scene.
2: Like
4: uh, you you
1: guys,
4: you guys were saying that she owed money
2: too, right? Well, he borrowed money from her, and then they. So there was a money exchange, is what we don't know definitely. I I saw some comments
3: about that money angle. Um, One that interests me basically said, if you owe drug dealers money, and it's like small scale. They're probably not gonna kill
2: you. Right. Because they, they
3: wanna want you to pay them but that she money. She put up this,
2: the money to pay this, for the cocaine this from a, New York. This so is, I don't think this is a couple bucks. I think this is like a good amount.
3: When
4: you say she put it up, so she gave money to somebody.
2: Right, and well, then so he she, was supposed to pay her back and he didn't want to. Oh. So this so guy from the a, Bronx. It's
4: not a case where she owes money.
2: No, oh, he okay. owes her money. So she had she, money, she gave it to drug dealer A, Ramon. So what are you trying to say, Dad?
3: Of course it's uh, Ramon. Yeah, that, that last part doesn't quite jive with me. So, yeah. you owe me money.
2: I'm the drug dealer, right? In this case, I'm Ramon. Hello, guys. And you you're
3: owe Brianna. me money, so you're going to kill me? And I got so no drugs drug to gang. So, I don't, don't have, have to pay. So, I don't have to gang. Okay. Yeah, what, what threat am I to you? That doesn't make
2: sense.
0: Like, why would you kidnap and kill the, someone well, you Well, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Money in the, in the beginning
2: of this theory, is that he, he didn't mean to kill her. He was just, like, taking her, like, to say, like, to, like, bully her. And it turns into one. I don't think that this that's is the case possible. I believe in. I don't. That's not what I believe in. I believe she was abducted like he I, did. I think, Back in um, the car, I think somebody was in there.
3: If she was involved with a drug gang, even on the periphery, then she knew some things she shouldn't have known. She was the woman who knew too much. It was beyond the money. But the money probably was a part of it.
2: I think he just uh, took her to, like... I don't know. Bully her or do whatever.
3: Yeah, that's fun. Well, I, I mean...
2: Yeah. I mean, I wonder if <laughs> In that theory, like, I don't think this is true, but in that theory, yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
3: Well, yeah. do we
1: know why she... Do Are we certain why she was assaulted in the night that she was at the party? I mean, we have the story that she was flirting with some guy. That's
2: what she told um, the cops in the cop report. So, like, she went to to the hospital and then filed a police report okay. so this may not be the
3: truth well, David yeah. he raises a good point it's why didn't she fight back yeah, yeah. that's weird I is think. it because I'm so afraid to fight back you're a drug gang is that possible and
1: she went to the police and there are well, some people guess, but, you don't go to the police on either Oh yeah, I mean that's a fucked
0: up story right so like yeah. you're too scared to fight back, so you take a brutal I
1: mean, beating, but then you go to the boy, cops. I mean, if it's came a boy, it would be one girl too, you know?
3: we, we do recommend you look at the pictures of Brianna Maitland after that assault.
2: I'll, I'll put them up. Okay. It, it, mm-hmm.
3: it, yeah, it really, picture's worth a thousand words. But you if you like, that... I'll give you a thousand words.
0: <laughs> well, what I was thinking is, like... To me, it kind of makes sense. She was a beautiful girl. You know, maybe they took her and put her in the sex trade. I, like, heard somewhere that um, those girls, the drug dealers or whoever's doing that, they can basically put that girl out 30 times a day, you know, for...
2: Whatever, maybe
0: yeah. it's something like that. You know, it could be because possible. these
2: guys are obviously players. They're doing international drug trade. Yeah, like, Do you guys I mean, I think we're like not. These are not normal drug dealers. They're they're not moving Vermont stuff. Drug dealers. No, they're, yeah, like, they're moving they're stuff from New York from Vermont, yeah. up yeah. into Canada. Yeah,
3: i think and it's likely what you're saying about yeah. the drug dealers. However, sex trade is something else.
0: Yeah.
3: So I, I read a statistic the other day. I wish i captured in my brain like the trout in the milk, but it was. <laughs> So, hundreds of thousands of people Mm -hmm. in the United States go missing each year. Yes. Mm. 90,000 are unaccounted for each year. And a lot of those 90,000 are young women and they're taken into the sex trade. Right. So. I mean that's alarming I, if yeah. that's a, it's a
2: huge statistic
3: yeah it's like I saw that it was like oh my god
2: yeah. yeah it's like the case we were talking about downstairs Brittany Drexel yeah that's what they believe okay uh, that she was taken into the sex trade that yeah. is just
3: yeah the last
1: year that I see uh, just googling says that in 2018 there were six hundred and twelve thousand eight hundred and forty six missing persons I don't know how many stayed missing but
2: that's that's a lot. Yeah. It's alarming. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's why, so like when we were talking about this last week with Maura Murray, that's why I'm like, why are we talking so much about Maura Murray? Like, it's not as it, 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 mysterious even as this particular case, but when so many people are vanishing, how are how are we as like a society getting hung up on a more Murray as opposed to, you know, this, a this girl or Holly Hollyperinian or, you know, something. You
3: know, Joe, I'm... I'm so appreciative of the fact that you brought us all into this. Um, this gives more meaning to my life at this point because I think of all these young women. Yeah. Who speaks for them? Right. Nobody. Who keeps their memories alive? Right? That's why I'm yeah. here. Yeah. In my silly sort of way. but.
2: I think that was in the Moore Murray case where they said, one of the podcasters says, the difference between a murder victim and a disappearance victim is so... Crazy. Well, we yeah. care about a murder victim because it's like, oh, their life was cut short. We don't know about the disappearing. What happened? Right. We just kind of let yep. it go after a month or two right. and everybody yeah. forgets. And to the similar.
3: parents, that's worse. To the parents, oh, to the it's parents that's be. worse. Because yeah. There's no closure. Yeah. yeah. You in, know. The, um,
1: in the Skylar Niece case, up until the point where the parents actually learned what happened. You know they're being tormented, and yeah. you know I don't think it gave them any closure to find out that you know their daughter's best friend's murdered her. Right, but um, you know I, I mean just the not knowing had to be so much imagine. torture. Can you imagine for like them, you're waiting you know? every
2: day for them to come back? Well, and you know in a
0: couple of weeks we're going <laughs> to cover Holly Peranian, and her parents are still hanging up flyers in grocery stores saying, yes, "Have you of seen course. my kid?" It's, it's 20 child. years later still, though, yeah. you know, and you they're still looking. Yeah, yeah, like that just breaks my heart. Yeah. But these, but I agree with you, Dad. I feel like these people, they need a voice. You know, we need to make sure people don't get forgotten. And know? That's
3: that's the importance of what you're doing with these yeah. podcasts, really. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that makes us more than worthwhile. Yeah.
0: So upcoming in the next few weeks, um, we're going to be covering just a range of different stories. I, um, in a few weeks, will be covering, most likely I'll start with Holly Paranian, because um, I really want to tell that girl's story, and um, also Vanessa Marcotte, because that appeals to me as a runner, and she was murdered while running in just a small town down the street. And um, also, I find Aaron Hernandez really fascinating, so I'm probably going to try to cover that. Dave, what are you going to be looking into?
1: I'm going to be, per the request of Jessica Hunt, uh, covering the DC Snipers. I also have been thinking about covering um, Pamela Smart uh, who was the famous teacher who manipulated two teenage boys into, or three teenage boys rather, into um, murdering her husband back in the late 80s. And I've also thought of covering, which is slightly outside of the New England area, the case of Skylar Niece, which is a very awful uh, story about a young girl who was killed by her classmates.
3: Dad, who are you bringing up? So I'm looking at the um, vampire panic that the Smithsonian Institute did feature articles on in New England in the the 19th century. I'm also looking at uh, Teresa Corley, Uh, just to let you know, Elise, we're listening to you. This is why I'm doing that. And the serial killer.
2: Israel Keys. Israel
3: Keys.
2: Interesting. And why
3: he fascinates me. All
0: right. And Steve, I think you've got an episode coming up soon.
4: Yep, I do. Uh, I'll be going to Vermont soon. But when I come back. <laughs> am... Uh oh. How do you know you're going <laughs> to come back? <laughs> but when I come back, I'll be doing an episode on a fresh new murder. That's that's been that just happened
3: (laughs) (laughs) that you just did (laughs) but (laughs) brand new (laughs) on the (laughs) press Oh my but God. Uh,
1: that's, that's not actually you know. the plan here, Steve. We're supposed to cover the crimes, not
2: <laughs> yeah, not do them. We don't <laughs> have to do them. There's I, a I, discussions I, on I, how to get is, away with them. Um, it's just too I've, new to podcast. I've just read
4: a you know book about
1: method acting.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was always wondering, like when they did that whole um, Department of Homeland Security thing and they wanted to know everybody's library books. Like what kind of books does a terrorist actually take out? Is like a <laughs> dummies guide? To airline hijacking.
0: <laughs> Steve
1: knows. Yeah,
4: but seriously, <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking of doing the marathon bombing. Um, oh, yeah I think that was really interesting and
3: fascinating
4: yeah and many people were impacted um, both during it as well as post when they tried to uh, to try and catch those uh,
3: two guys so and you know what's coming against it something like that well hopefully coming. not the well, bombing I don't know yeah. if
0: the bombing is coming again but that case is going to Supreme Court again yes. so it's really fascinating yeah, right
3: now and there's good reasons for it but I yeah I look forward to Steve's uh, yeah, yeah
2: I can't wait I have one that I was gonna look at Ruth McGurk Okay. It is a customer request from Brenda.
0: However, if any of our listeners have anything they'd like us to cover, we're always open to listener feedback. So just shoot us an email. DM us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we will definitely look into it.
1: And if you want Steve to take care of
3: anybody. It's <laughs> <He's
1: laughs> <Yeah>, You can <laughs> text
4: me five, five, yeah, at
3: 555. <laughs> what, what, what is that military magazine <laughs> they put those ads in? <laughs> um.
0: Steve knows. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, Steve's from Fall River. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By way of Vermont. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to us on this episode of Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite app so you don't miss an episode. You can also send us an email to Crime at
2: gmail.com. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Or
1: Twitter at CMCrime1. See you all next week.